the winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. The Scottish Premiership season is underway. Rangers have taken three points at Livingston goals from Scott Arfield and James Tavernier, uh, turning around the deficit which Joel Nubley had handed. Out at the start of the game So it's three points for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's side We'll hear from him We'll hear from David Martindale And of course later on the open line We'll hear from you as well But it's not all about Livy Rangers This is the first game for many of our teams Up and down the country So let's go round the grounds Let's start at Rugby Park Because we've got a newcomer to the top flight But a well-known name in Kilmarnock And they take on Dundee United today Gabriel is there for us Thanks Gordon and yes the football is back, Super Scoreboard is back and so are Kilmarnock. They make an instant return to the top flight after one season down in the Championship and they will unfurl the Championship banner just before kick-off. So Derek McInnes completed his mission last campaign, he says this year is all about staying up although with decent form he hopes his side could push for the top half. Achille was solid if unspectacular in the League Cup group stages they progressed but finished behind Partick Thistle. They make two changes from their final group Group match last weekend. Daniel Armstrong and Jordan Jones miss out. The experienced duo of Kyle Lafty and Ash Taylor return. It means only five players in this starting 11 were here when Killy lifted the title back in May. The 11 is as follows. Sam Walker's in goal. It will be five at the back. New signing Ryan Alabusi is on the wing uh, with Joe Wright, Ash Taylor and Lewis Mayo in the centre. Kerr McEnroy will start left wing back. Alan Power and Liam Polworth will be in the middle of the park with Rory McKenzie just in front of them. Kyle Lafferty and Ollie Short lead the line. The substitutes are Woods, Armstrong, Sanders, Murray, Lyons, Waters, Donnelly, Cameron and Watson. And what about Dundee United? Well, the club has a real buzz about the place coming into this game which is their first of the season. They have a new manager in the shape of Jack Ross. They've got several big-name signings, some of which we'll see today. And the club, of course, begin their European campaign this coming Thursday against AZ Alkmaar after last season's fourth-place finish. Today is Jack Ross's first official game in charge, and the team he has selected is very attacking and is as follows. It's Mark Birigitti in goal, a back four of Liam Smith, Charlie Mogrew, Captain Ryan Edwards and Scott McMahon. Midfield three of Dylan Levitt, Ian Harks and Craig Sibbald. The front three, Matthew Cujo, Tony Watt and Stephen Fletcher. The substitutes are Ericsson, Graham, Niskanen, Clark, Middleton, Meekson, Freeman, Fotheringham. So it's four new signings for the Tangerines today in their starting lineup, and it promises to be a very interesting matchup down here in Ayrshire. Could give us a real insight into both teams' seasons ahead. The two sides will quietly fancy their chances of a top six finish and the perfect way to start their campaign is of course with three points here today. I love the sound of that game Roger Hanna there's so much to like Kilmarnock are back as Gabriel says does that mean it's just about staying up can they aim a bit higher? Derek McInnes is back a well known uh, face in Scottish <clears> football. You look at some of Dundee United signings getting Dylan Levitt again Stephen Fletcher Numerous English Premier League appearances and Scotland caps. He starts today. There's a lot to like about that game. Yeah, I think Gabriel's going to game of the day for the three o'clock kickoffs in the Premiership this afternoon. And two attacking lineups. You know, you look at Kelly, both Ollie Shaw and Kyle Lafferty start. They say the lad Ryan Alabioso on loan from Arsenal was outstanding in his debut in the Cup last weekend. But fascinating to see how he adapts to the Premiership. And for United, for producer Callum's beloved United, they've got Alkmaar coming up in Europe. This is Jack, you know, Jack Ross seems to have been here a long time. This is actually his first competitive game at the helm, and it's a really quality side. You know, they finished fourth last season under Tamcourt, but they've added the quality. They have got, as you see, Dylan Levitt back. 
They've got Stephen Fletcher up top. They've got Mark Birigiti, the Aussie international in goal. And I think everyone, producer Callum's nodding here, is excited to see how Matthew Kudjo does if he gets a run in the team this season. I like midfield for Dundee United. Uh, I like Levitt, Hark, Sibbled. Uh, Charlie McGrew at the back. Um, solid as a rock. Good goalkeeper. Uh, Stephen Fletcher, Tony Watt up front. Sorry about this, producer Callum. I fancy Dundee United to win at Rugby Park. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I like the look of uh, Dundee United. I'm not too sure about Kamara. I think, okay, you can look at Shaw, you can look at Lafferty. I think they're going to lean very heavily on Lafferty this year to get them the goals. Um, so I think if I was picking any of the games, we'll go around the grounds and I'm sure the boys will I'll, I'll, I'll have their own opinion of their game, but... If I was picking any game to go and watch today, it would certainly be Command at Dundee United. I think that's a cracker down there for Gabriel. And of course, last night, Glenn Middleton, it was announced he signed yeah. for Dundee United as well. So that'd be another fascinating uh, piece of business. And there's a bit of upheaval, not not loads. And I was listening to the Livy team, uh, the Dundee United team, it sounded familiar. But of course, the likes of Callum Butcher, well, he didn't play towards the end of last season, but he, you know he's gone. Young Lewis Nielsen went to Hearts. Benjamin Seagrist, of course, has gone to Celtic. So there has been a bit of change in there. Mark McNulty is no longer at the club either. Adrian Sporla. So quite quite a bit of change. Yeah, and they've still got the young, I say young, sorry, the new Australian left back as he's behished to get into the team. I see Scott McMahon starts this afternoon. So it's a stronger squad. It looks stronger on paper. The task now for Jack Ross is to emulate what Tam Court did last season to get them into the top six, to get them into Europe and to be competitive. You know, we'll, we'll speak about Motherwell later on, whether you want to or not. Mm. They've let the side down in European competition then D United have a big ask against AZ Alkmaar but as Shu says you know in the likes of Mulgrew in the likes of Fletcher they've got experience there you'd love to think they could go and do something against Alkmaar on Thursday night mm. St Johnston against Hibs is interesting Hibs surely can't be as bad as they were last season David Friel or can they? They probably can Gordon but it's a fascinating one as you said great to be back happy new season to everyone it's a perfect sunny day in Perth and we've got two teams and two managers who really badly need a win here. Both clubs crashed out at the Premier Sports Cup at the group stages. Real shocks there and they'll be desperate to get off to a positive start in the league. If we look at St Johnson first, they only stayed up through the playoffs last season so it's no real surprise there have been a lot of changes over the summer. Xander Clark, Sean Rooney, Jamie McCart, Callum Hendry, Liam Craig's retired. You know, club stalwarts, they were among the 12 players to leave during the summer. Eight new signings have arrived so far. Every single one of them starts today, and that includes the Golden Oldies, Andy Considine, Ryan McGowan, Jamie Murphy and Graham Carey. Callum Davidson feels in good shape now with all those summer recruits, but with Henry away, Chris Kane still out injured, you do wonder where the goals are coming from. Run through St Johnson team for you, Remy Matthews in goals. With that new look back three of Ryan McGowan, Alec Mitchell and Andy Considine. Across the middle will be Dre Wright, Murray Davison, Melker Holberg and Adam Montgomery who's on loan from Celtic. And Graeme Carey and Jamie Murphy in behind Theo Bear who will lead the line up front. Subs for St Johnson are Parrish, Brown, Mann, Stephen, May, O'Halloran, McPherson, Ballantyne and Kucharavi. As for Hibs, where do I even begin here? Lee Johnson hasn't had it easy since arriving to replace Sean Maloney and he even claimed the footballing gods were against them this week. They have also had a major of turnover players this summer, nine leaving, eight arriving so far. Aidan McGeady, he was a marquee signing, you know, big things expected according to Lee Johnson, but he could miss the next three months because of an injury he picked up. 
Hibs lost to Falkirk, they lost to Morton, and then they were effectively kicked out of the Premier Sports Cup for playing Rocky Bashiri when he was suspended. Johnson and the Hibs owner, Ron Gordon, have both had a moment at the fixture scheduling, but there'll be a big away crowd here today and they won't be interested in any excuses. St Johnson obviously beat Hibs in the 2021 Scottish Cup final, but since then Hibs have won three out of the last four meetings and I'm sure those home fans will fill the ground, sorry, fill the stand behind the goal will be expecting three points today. The Hibs team's David Marshall and Goals, he's just been installed as a new team captain. Chris Cadden, Rocky Bashiri, Ryan Portis and Marianne Chabraha at the back. Noah Kenny, Ewan Henderson and Joe Newell in midfield with Elias Melkerson, Eli Yuan and Jair Tavares up front. Subs for Hibs are Dabrowski, Miller, Doyle Hayes, Doidge, Bojang, Mitchell, McGregor, Campbell and McClelland. And the referee at McDermott Park is Ewan Anderson. Talk about summer rebuilds, David Friel. We just dipped our toe with Kilmarnock and Dundee United, but these two are a great example. That is a proper rebuild for St Johnson. If you sign eight players and they all start the first game of the season, that tells its own story. And then you look at the types of household St Johnson names that have gone uh, in this summer. I mean, Xander Clark, let's start at the back. Jamie McCart, Sean Rooney, um, Liam Craig, working up the pitch. You're looking at the likes of Callum Hendry, even Glenn Middleton. Who we just mentioned Our old friend of the show We had good fun Debating Nadir Chiefchi last year That is a proper Summer rebuild For St Johnson And Hibs not far behind Yeah it's incredible St Johnson I mentioned that Scottish Cup final If you actually look at the team That started that day At Hamden Nobody from that team Is playing today Now you still get wow. Chris Kay And David Willerspoon Who are injured But I think 8 or 9 Have actually left Or obviously Liam Craig's retired I mean Jason Kerr Went last summer Ali McCann went last summer so that, that team is basically gone now you know that team that won the two cups has been ripped apart and Callum Davison I think in fairness to him because of how last season panned out and obviously they stayed up just in the playoffs I think it was needed and I think he's I think he's recruited well you know I think people were saying is he signing too many old guys with the likes of Considine and McGowan but obviously they, they do add a lot of experience I think Graham Carey will be a really good signing but I just wonder about goals as I said you know Callum Hendry's gone I've not really replaced and Chris Kane such a big player still injured I think St Johnson still need one or two strikers probably as for Hibs huge rebuild I still think they're going to add more players as well I know they've had work permit um, problems as well but Eli Yuan starts today Marianne Chabria starts today as well so I think there's big things expected from them but as I said after the Premier Sports Cup Group stage for both teams Pretty humiliating really I think they'll be desperate To go off to a win here Yeah interesting game that one For a number of reasons Hugh People are looking at Hibs now um, And thinking What is going on there uh, Some of the things That have gone wrong for them Were their own fault The Rocky Bashiri business If you can't count to two And understand that he's been booked twice And you can't play him the third game That's your fault uh, Ron Gordon Going on about the fixture list Absurd he called it Well Hibs are pretty absurd at the moment, Ron. Uh, recruitment. It's Ron Gordon's son who's in charge of recruitment. It's a, an iffy business with Hibs. What they, they could not legislate for was bringing in Aidan McGeady and then having him suffer an injury that will put him out for 10 to 12 weeks. You, every day it seems something different happens at Easter Road. They have to get off to a good start today because their next game is Hearts. And Hearts... Would welcome the chance to embarrass him after game two of the season. So Lee Johnson really needs to get a result today. I don't think the performance is of paramount importance. He just needs a positive result because if he gets a negative going into the Edinburgh Derby, then keep your eye on Easter Road. Uh, okay, let's go to the other half of Edinburgh. Hearts against Ross County, the best of the rest by a distance last year. Hearts and Fraser Wishart's at that one. 
They were, Gordon. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to everybody listening. Great to be back for another, hopefully, great season of Scottish football and always an exciting time for fans. New signings, new strips, pitches excellent and hope in their hearts. So both these teams, as you said, their hearts the best of the rest. Ross County also qualified for, uh, almost qualified for Europe and were top six and hearts are guaranteed at least eight games in Europe and they'll expect to be in the battle for third again with Aberdeen Hibs as you were just chatting about they've invested a lot of money so will hopefully challenge Hearts but Hearts looked to have a stronger squad than last season Robbie Nielsen talked about the lack of depth of his squad and his board have backed him they brought in Aussie international Kyle Rowe who will replace John Souter and it would be interesting to see if Lauren Shanklin can score the goals for Hearts I think Alan Forrest will also play a role a late developer of excellent for Livy last season I still think Robbie Nielsen will want to bring in a few more players but County have gone down a similar route to last season they were good to watch they signed a lot of young players from England on loan this season Malky Mackay I know wanted to make these players permanent signings and again has gone to England none of these nine signings are Scottish so it might take them a little time to knit together I watched this fixture twice last season on both occasions Ross County played really well and they were good games to watch so more of the same would do fine today for what will be a packed Tyne Castle and I think for both teams especially Hearts you're talking about the game next against Hibs in the, in the derby Hearts will want to get off to a brilliant start at home they go with their usual formation 3-4-3 the surprise is that Liam Boyce top scorer is actually on the bench Craig Gordon the skippers the team is in goals Kyle Rolls Craig Halkett and Toby Civic at the back Nathaniel Atkinson Michael Smith Peter Harrig and Alec Cochran in midfield with Alan Forrest Lauren Shankland and Barry Mackay as the strikers only eight subs Ross Stewart George Grant Liam Boyce Gary Mackay Stephen Cammy Devlin Andy Halliday Lewis Nielsen and Connor Smith and for Ross County 4-2-3-1 lots of new players on show today uh, Ross Laidlaw is in goals Connor Randall Jack Baldwin, Alex Iacoviti and Ben Purrington at the back. In midfield, Jordan Tilson and Ross Callan with Josh Sims, Dominic Samuel and Awura Edwards behind the lone striker, Jordi Hewula. Their subs, Jake Eastwood, Jan Danda, Callum Johnson, Victor Latoury, Keith Watson, Keith, uh, George Harmon, Kazim Olayagbe, Ben Payton and Jordan White. And I'm afraid I don't have the referee yet as we haven't got team lines, but looking forward to an excellent day at Tynecastle. Right, let's get to the fun part. That's all well and good. Let's talk predictions, shall we? You gave us yours on last night's show, Hugh Cavens. Mm, Would you like yep. to quickly remind the listening audience of what they sounded like? Uh, I took St Mirren to go down and St Johnson to be in the playoffs. I took Celtic to finish second and Rangers to finish first. He's given us just the the highlighted version. That's fine. Go on, Roger. I don't think you've revealed yours. Twelve to one. Well, they were revealed in the Scottish <laughs> Sun this morning, oh, so I can give you them right. The, the you won them twelve to one or one to twelve. Twelve to one, please. Twelfth, St Johnson. Eleventh, <sighs> St Mirren. Okay. Tenth, Motherwell. Nine, Kilmarnock. Eight, Ross County. Seven, Livingston. Six, Hibernian. Five, Aberdeen. Four, Dundee United. Three, Hearts. Two. Celtic mm-hmm. one Rangers. Okay, it's another one for Rangers in the studio, Gordon DL. Yeah, I, I, I went for Rangers, Celtic, Hearts, Aberdeen. See what a bit more enthusiasm. Try and make it sound dramatic. Dundee United, Hibs. Uh, then I forgot, so I'll go to the bottom. St Johnston to get relegated, okay. and my big surprise one for all these boys in here. I think Kilmarnock will finish second bottom, St Mirren third bottom. Okay. Try and work my way That's up. Fine. Motherwell were round about. After the other night, you're going to want to. Uh, yeah, I'm putting. I'm not even putting them in the league. Um, so I think that uh, St Johnston, but with eight new players in there, and if they can get off to a good start, we don't know mm-hmm. what we're go- they're going to bring. Guessing games, but I'll tell you what: if I could change my main mind in one. I'd already go off the fence and change my mind in one. Which one? Top. 
What? Yeah. Based on Rangers winning at Livingston? Yep Oh, that nonsense, come on Even by your standards, I that would, is bizarre yep. Stick to your guns, for goodness sake I'm sticking to my guns I'm sticking. I'm, I'm going. To, I'm going. To go. That's my prediction. Right. Oh, anyway, Fraser Wisher. It was a really low bar last year. No one got any more than like one or maybe two teams right out of the twelve. So let's see if we can go any better. What are you fancying this year? And I don't think I got one right last year, which shows <laughs> oh. how difficult it is. But uh, I got a bit of stick from Livingston, the players. Of course, my job with the PFA going round there. They all know who you who you decide think will go down. I voted for Livy to go down last year, yeah, so they gave me that. a bit. Of, a bit of stick. So this year, I'm going to get stick at McDermott Park because I think St Johnson will go down. I think Kelly will be second bottom. I'm actually similar to Gordon Dales, it worries me. Oh, no. Knowledge does, knowledge. Uh, St Mun will be 10th. I think Libby will be 9th. They've got something about them, just they'll stay out of safety. I think Mother will be better than they have started this season with the new manager, but they will be 8th. Then it's Humden Hod. Would it be Ross County or Hibs in 6th and 7th? I've gone for Ross County 7th, but I think Hibs might just be in the bottom 6. Hibs 6, Dundee United 5, Aberdeen 4, Hearts 3. I've gone for Rangers to be 2nd and Celtic to win the league just. But no real conviction. I think it could go either way. But I think Celtic with their firepower and their options up front will just have the edge. Yeah, it's a bit of a toss of a coin, it seems, and that's reflected mm. in the fact that it's a mixed bag. You three have gone Rangers, Fraser's gone Celtic, Mark Wilson went Celtic, Simon Donnelly, I think I saw was it Andrew McLean, someone else did as well. David Friel, what are yours looking like? Well, Gordon, in terms of relegation, it was a toss of a coin basically between the two Saints, but I heard your Tommy Wright story during the week about how St Johnson weren't overly happy by when, when someone tipped oh, in for relegation, so I've actually done it. I've, Copped out basically. I'm at St Johnson here today. I can't tip them to go down. So I've gone for St Mirren in 12th, St Johnson 11th, Kilmarnock 10th, Livy 9th, Motherwell 8th, Ross County 7th, Hibs 6th, Dundee United 5th, Aberdeen 4th, Hearts 3rd, Rangers 2nd, and Celtic to win the league. But I agree with you, I think it'll be very tight. Mm, I'm liking these, right? Gone then, Gabriel. What are you giving us? Any surprise shouts? They're all quite predictable so far. Yeah, I'm going to have to be in line with most of the other boys and I've got the two Saints at the bottom St. Johnston to go down, St. Mirren in 11th place, Ross County 10th with Motherwell above them in 9th but I fear that a lot of that hinges on who they appoint as their new manager. I've got Livingston in 8th, Killy in 7th and Hibbs in 6th, though I think it'll be really tight around the top 6 again, just like we saw last season. And Dundee United, who I'm watching today in 5th, Aberdeen I think will have a strong campaign up in 4th but Hearts pipping them to 3rd place and then Rangers in 2nd, Celtic just but I do think that this year it will be tighter than ever and it could come down to the final day honestly that, that sums it up right uh, we'll put all of these on Twitter so that you can abuse within reason the pundits and remind them of their predictions as the season goes so head over to the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB you'll see them all written down but off the top of my head Hugh Evans, Roger Hanna Gordon DL Kenny Miller Andy Halliday have gone Rangers to win the league mm-hmm. okay Fraser Wishart Mark Wilson Simon Donnelly Marvin Bartley Gabriel All gone Celtic And to David win the Friel league. And David Friel as well So That Andrew might be McLean gone Celtic as well to be good That might be an actual 50-50 <laughs> split And oh. if it's not It's close In our newspaper this morning 12 sports writers 6 Rangers yeah. 6 Celtic And last year 12 Rangers Yeah No I Celtic As far as I remember Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we and were also, the same. We were also a good spread of season. teams going down. You would see both both from the pundits mm. here and, and mm, in the paper. I think I'm seeing a bit of a, a theme in here. I don't think there's a lot of love for the Saints times two no, in the Clyde I, One Super Scoreboard. No, although team. you you read out one tweet last night from a gentleman who said that, that because I tipped some burn to go down, they were now guaranteed a place in Europe. That, that, so. There is that. Yeah, there is that as well. It's going to be a fascinating season. 
uh, whatever way we look at it that's for sure I'll tell you what let's take a breather because there's still plenty happening we're going to keep building up to those 3 o'clock games that's before we even get to the big games tomorrow and we'll get more reaction from that game at Livingston because match day one for those two teams is done Rangers beat Livy by two goals to one and we will hopefully start hearing from the managers next the fastest goals the expert opinions this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans, Roger Hanna, Gordon DL are in the studio We've got the top team all around the grounds And they're all recovering Having just given us their pre-season predictions Head over to Twitter Check them out Bookmark them, save them Screenshot them Do whatever you like And use them to remind the pundits Of just what they said Come the end of the season So they're out there at Clyde SSB We do already have one game which is finished And we're going to hear from David Martindale and Giovanni Van Bronckhorst very soon indeed Because Rangers have gone to Livy Fell a goal behind And recovered to win by two goals to one On the face of it uh, Fraser Wishart How important was that That Rangers got off to a winning start? Oh, very important Gordon I was coming through to Tynecastle Listening to the, to the show And uh, when I got here it was still 1-0 And I think it was an hour gone in the game And everybody in Tynecastle was talking Saying well, what a start to the season that would be for, for Rangers Because you know, we're talking about how tight the title race is going to be, in, in our opinion, and uh, dropping points at Livingston has cost teams before. And they just have this habit, Livingston are making it very, very awkward. It's just a style of play, the way, the way they play. They work really hard as a team, we all know about the pitch, when they play tactically well on the pitch as well. So I think Giovanni Van Brockers will be a very happy man. Before the game, she said to him, listen, it doesn't matter with performance, you're just going to get the three points, it's going to be scrappy. You'll get the three points and you walk out the door then. I think that's really important, because one down after 70 minutes, they're staring at a three-point gap because you'd imagine Celtic will win the game tomorrow against Aberdeen. So I think that was an important victory for Giovanni Van Brockers. At this stage of the season, everyone's a bit rusty, new players settling in. It's just about results. So he'll be absolutely delighted going back to the bus to Ibrox. I mean, we never learn our lesson here because it was meant to be a disaster when Celtic got off to their worst start in X amount of years last season. And of course they won the league It wasn't fatal It is a 38 game season You don't have to win the first game But there's just something psychological about it Isn't there? There is There is I'm watching Hearts today You know and you're thinking They will want to come here And blow Ross County away The pressure's not really on Ross County So but when you're the big teams The pressure's on to start the season Really well And unusually for, for, for our clubs uh, The top clubs They've not had a game in, in Europe so far Which is good Because it means that one's qualified And, and things like Less qualifiers for Rangers Celtic So usually they're a bit more A bit sharper And a bit more gameplay And played two or three games in Europe as well So I think it is important I mean We're, we're all doing our predictions And I think we're all pretty much the same We're realising now There is a gap obviously between Oldstrom and the rest And there's a gap between the bigger clubs and the smaller ones And I'm not sure there's going to be a lot of points dropped In the games where the Oldstrom play the bottom six teams Who will be all cutting each other's throats to try and stay up because I don't think there'll be much gap there so the games that you, if you drop points at Livingston I think that would be a hammer hammer blow for Rangers even this early in the season but uh, it didn't happen once again Arfield comes in Tavernier comes in as well so for all new signings and all the excitement it's two old timers that do the business for Rangers Yeah David Friel it might be a new season but James Tavernier doing what James Tavernier does and finding the back of the net whether it's from free kicks or penalties or open play his record for a right back continues to be outrageous doesn't it? Yeah, it's staggering. I mean, every season, season after season, whether it's assists, penalties, free kicks, just goals from open play, he always seems to pop up with big, big moments. And you can understand why Rangers want to get him in a, a new long-term term deal. Gordon, for me, he's you know he's found a home at Rangers. I don't see I don't see James Tavernier having any real desire to go elsewhere. He's a perfect fit for the club. Really, really good captain now. I think he leads really well. Never misses a game as well. But when Giovanni Van Bronckhurst 
really needed them today, stepped up and just to echo what Fraser said, I think this you know, the start of the season will probably define Rangers' season because they're going to have these extra four games with the qualifiers. Let's try to bed in players. Morelos and Roof still aren't fully fit. So I think if Rangers can get through this stage of the season with the, the league points intact, I think they'll have a better chance of taking that title off Celtic. I do think the first few weeks will be defining for them. We've done the positive. We've praised the goals of James Tavernier and, and Scott Arfield. W- were you surprised by the shakiness of John Suter's league debut for Rangers, David? Yeah, because I'm a big fan, but I suppose, you know, listen, players are allowed to make mistakes, and it was an uncharacteristic mistake, really, from John Sutter. You know, he's, I, th- I think over the years he's physically, you know, he's developed, he looks a big unit now as well, and, he, and it's very rare you see a defender um, out-muscle him or overpower him, and his positional sense is quite good. I don't know whether it's because he's playing the left of the back two now, there's maybe a change, but... What he learned very, very quickly is at Rangers there's no hiding place. You know, he could maybe have made that mistake at Hearts last week and, sorry, last season and nobody really said too much. You know, he just got on with his game. Now it'll be under the microscope. You know, should he start, should he play there, should Ben Davis come in? All that sort of stuff. So I think John Suter will go on to become a very good player for Rangers. But yeah, there's no hiding place and he needs to kind of eradicate those kind of mistakes. Otherwise he won't get a game. Yeah, I mean, it's a fair point, Fraser Wisher. Quite often John Suter played on the right of a back three And that's before we get to playing on the, the right of a back two So maybe this is a bit of a, a change Whether that's any excuse or not It's maybe worth considering Yeah, I don't think he can make that excuse at all To be honest with you He's an experienced player I'm sure he's played left centre back of a four um, Before he's got back into the Scotland squad He was terrific in the game against Armenia He's come into pre-season So it's, it's been a bad mistake And uh, you'll have to learn from that quickly Because many many players have joined the old firm with with uh, huge price tags, I know he's not, but uh, you know, and, and they've not been able to cope and have a poor start. But I don't expect him to be, to be making more of, of those mistakes. But he'll have to learn quickly, as David says. It is different, you know. It's different. People remember things that go on for a long, long time when you play for the whole firm, good and bad. But uh, he'll be quite happy. He got away with it. Rangers didn't lose the game, didn't drop any points. If they had lost the game and it's his mistake, then that would be even worse for him. So I, I think he'll settle in. I really like Suter. I've always liked him as a, as a footballer. And David made the point of being a big unit. During his injuries, sometimes players bulk up. They go to the gym a lot more. And he looks stronger. He looks a better defender than he was three or four years ago. And I, I think he'll settle down fine. But he's got to cut those mistakes out. And especially concentration is key when you're a Rangers defender or goalkeeper because you're not in the game a lot of the time. So you've got to be concentrating for 90 minutes. I can just imagine you're chomping at the bit to have your say on the game, Rangers fans. So tweet us right now at Clyde SSB and don't forget the open line at five. A bit of time to calm down about the full thing and then let us know what you made of it. Take this number down 0141 951 1025 and give us a call at five o'clock. We're about to hear from your manager, but let's do the home boss first. Here is David Martindale. Yeah, a wee bit disappointed. A wee bit disappointed. I think the boys put everything into the game. The game plan was good. They executed the game plan very well. A wee bit unfortunate to walk away with no points, to be honest. I think if we had picked up a point there, nobody would have grudged us that, to be honest. Um, I thought for 60 minutes we were well in the game. We have a big moment for Joel in the second half. Probably got to do a wee bit better. Um, that's maybe a game-changing moment. Shamal pulls off a couple of decent saves, and then they make the sub with Arfield. He's banned for Livingston, that boy. <laughs> Honestly, as soon as he went on, I said it at half time. If they put it, can't we need to watch? I've actually worked on it. His midfield runs are brilliant, but he's mid. Honestly, he's made a career out. His midfield runs are brilliant. I only does it against Livingston. Now. Um, I'll need to try and get him signed, won't I? Just, just, just to put him on the bench, or put him in the stand, so he's not playing against us. Um, 
we have feel goes on, does what we Scotty does. I think um, it's probably the first time in the game that Ken puts a ball in with his right foot. Majority of the time we'd locked him off, put him on his left foot, and Shamal dealt with him quite comfortably at the two centre halves. So I think it's the first time in the game he probably catches Nicky out slightly, turns inside, and then we're in the, at that point, we're a kind of in the transition, we're changing to a 5 4 1 at that point because I think we needed to get an extra centre half on the park in between the sticks because they were peppering my goal, we're putting a lot of balls in my box. We got lucky in a couple of occasions. Um, then Kent goes on, puts that ball in, Scotty's run, goal, and then Tav does what Tav does. That's why he's here, that's why he's the captain of Rangers Football Club. Oh, it's a strong start. It is a strong start to the managerial sound bites for the season, Hugh. Yeah. Basically, the love hate relationship for David Martindale and, and Scott Arfield. Well, I mean, knockabout stuff, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, he's the manager of Livingston and he's lost. Um, I think he made the, 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 the more salient point there that at 1 0, Nubly has a chance. And he had a couple of chances. He's you know, one on one with a defender and he didn't take the chance. And when that opportunity left, then Rangers cranked up the pressure once again. At two nothing, Rangers are in deep, deep trouble. But Nubly couldn't put them in that kind of trouble. And that for Davy Martindale was the the game changing moment. And when Rangers went two one in front, everyone inside the stadium and elsewhere knew that was the game done. I think Rangers de- deserve to win that game out of the park. There's no doubt. Were a performance in the first half good? No, it wasn't. All credit to Livingston. They looked organised. They got the early goal. Gave them such a such a lift. Of course it does in front of a packed house there. Um, but second half, managers play their role in, in results. I thought Van Bronckhorst's substitution um, bringing on Tillman and then look, I've said that in this programme for years and People are laughing and joking about it. Arfield is a top quality player. He's runs, and you heard David Martindale talking about it there. We were even working on it. That shows you what the respect he brings from other managers and other coaches. You know he's a danger. See if you actually look at it and analyse it. When Kent goes to uh, cross the ball in, his movement is top class. He waits till the defender looks at the ball. As the defender looks at the ball, he comes across him. Kills a defender and he's glancing header. And from that moment on, you've got to say, I thought Rangers' performance second half was very good indeed, Gordon. I feel like Gordon Deal's a bit threatened by David Martindale's love for Scott Arfield and now that he's out to prove that, that he loves him more. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that vibe. Yeah. well, Scott, will know that I love him more because uh, I've been more loyal to him. Is that who you were years. texting there? No, 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 no. Oh. But um, I, I, as I say, <laughs> well, shot that down quickly. Mm. Ask no more. <laughs> mm. But I just, I, I, I get back to the substitutions. You know, Tillman come on at half time, and we've got to say that he cranked the pace up. His yeah. movement was better. They moved the ball. They got the ball to Kent. Kent got involved. As much as David quite rightly backs his team up and saying, well, you know, we maybe deserved a point. And overall, general play. If you analyse the game. Rangers deserve to win the game Yeah and it's big as well It is a results driven business They've got the win Imagine they drop points And then I think they head off on Monday to Belgium For an enormous Champions mm. League qualifier They would have gone under a cloud of You know Disappointment Frustration mm-hmm. Annoyance for dropping points at Livingston But they haven't They've dug it out They've got two goals in the last 20 minutes To win the game And now that will keep confidence high Going to take on Union SG on Tuesday 
in the Champions League Good, I'm looking forward to plenty more David Martindale post-match interviews as the season progresses But let's see if we can hear from the Rangers manager as well I'm sure there were elements of the first half performance that he wasn't delighted with But they did regroup after the break Convincing according to the guys in the end And of course left with all three points A 2-1 victory, those goals by Scott Arfield and James Tavernier uh, hopefully we will hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst in the next few moments. Joel Nobley incidentally got man of the match on Sky. Any complaints? No, no, a real handful. Um, he gave John Souter uh, an unimpressive league debut for Rangers. Uh, as Fraser Wishart said, John Souter now has to up his game because, with the deepest respect to Joel Nobley, there will be better players than him coming along down the line uh, to face Rangers. Um, but he has been a real handful all day long And he will be great for Livingston When they are playing teams in the bottom half of the league Where they're going to have to get the points That will perform the the annual trick of staying up in the division He's certainly got to be proud of his performance this afternoon, Hugh I thought he led the line for Livingston brilliantly He was their only threat He worked as a lone striker um, you know, done his work off the ball. Uh, he worked as a team player. Took his goal wonderfully well. You've got to say that was a good finish. A lot of people say, "Oh, that's an easy finish." Not under pressure. Not then mm. in the situation. And uh, he finished it brilliantly. And he deserves his award today. Here's what Giovanni Van Bronckhorst made of it. Of course, really happy with uh, with the points. I think the start of the game wasn't uh, wasn't good from our side. You know, we didn't look sharp with the goal against us, so that you know took us out of the game. Uh, I think we didn't play our normal game the first half, especially when we had the ball, not taking the right position, not attacking the right zones in the right moments. Second half, we did much better and uh, created a lot of chances to score. In the end, happy with the, with the two goals we scored because it means we have uh, three final points first game of the season. We knew the danger they, they had, the big striker up front, you know, who can make it very difficult. We said, you know, with the long balls, we have to be ready for the duel, but also especially the second ball. cannot be when they have a long ball and we don't have any player making contact with the ball and trying to win the duel. The fullback could could, could win the ball without any, any pressure. It's impossible. And then in the back... You know the, the ball fell behind, so we weren't you know good enough in 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 uh, in anticipating on that ball, and uh, you know a great goal for their side, but you know impossible for us to give a goal like this away. Job done for him. Not happy with the goal they gave away, of course, you. Well, to use the word impossible, impossible for us to give away a goal like that. Uh, that's the, the the standards he is demanding of his defence, and standards he did not feel were met. Today by the defence in the first half So there's a warning there On day one of the season uh, But at the end of the day He used the word vital there Three vital points So you can say oh it's too early We never learn our lesson This that and the other The Rangers manager said On day one Three vital points That's the way the season's going to be Rangers fans what did you make of it Your chance will be here on the open line at 5 We will go back around the grounds Ahead of the 3 o'clock games next Scottish football's league leader This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Game 1 is done and dusted We've given you the reaction from the managers already But there's more where that came from David Martindale and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst We're 15 minutes away from the 3 o'clock game So let's focus on them between now 
and three o'clock and go back to Tynecastle. Uh, when you look at the best of the rest season for Hearts, Fraser Wishart, they've given the manager a new contract. They've signed players like Lawrence Shankland. The Hearts feel like they're in a good place ahead of this campaign. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the tail end of last season, they were in a really good place when they managed to secure third place without a battle at all. You know, Aberdeen and Hibs, you know, collapsed. There was nobody else there for them. So they were able to say they were third. And because Rangers, in particular, did so well in Europe last season as well, they knew they were going to have just a, a qualifying, uh, one qualifying tie, sorry, uh, for the Europa League. So they've guaranteed eight European ties. They know that's going to bring in three, four million quid. So they could actually invest in their team, knowing that that money was going to definitely come. And again, Tynecastle will be absolutely stowed again. The fans are here in huge numbers. But I think the expectation will rise, and I think there'll be a bit of a challenge from from Celtic Aberdeen, maybe Dundee United to, to Hibs, uh, sorry, to Hearts this season. I'm not sure Hibs will be will be up there challenging. So. They're going to need that squad. I think Robbie Nielsen will want a couple more players, but he's brought in Alan Forrester, I think, is going to be a late developer and have a really good season for him. And Lawrence Shankland, I think, a big focus on him. He's gone internationally and playing abroad. We know he scored goals, certainly down a level. Can he do it for Hearts at the very top of our game? I think he can. He scored two last week. Can a calm, confident character. He would love to get off the mark with an opening goal. So a big game ahead. Ross County, though, will come and test him. Don't really know much about the players, but I think Malcolm Mackay is an underrated manager. I think he's very good. He knows the players down south. He knows how to get his team playing good football. So this will be a close one, but I think Hearts will win by the odd goal. And, uh, our friend of the show, Andy Halliday, just going to come on and score the winner if things get a bit tight? He often does, doesn't he? Certainly when I'm here at uh, Tynecastle, he seems to do something. He's either involved in some kind of incident, getting himself booked or scoring a goal. Uh, he's, he's on the bench. Alec Cochran is playing in a left wing back role. I thought he might have played centre mid, um, Andy, but Michael Smith's been given the nod ahead of him uh, so and to play him beside Peter Haring. So really interesting midfield area there. And the wide players, Mackay and Forrest, can they supply Shanklin with the goal? So lots of talking points as the Hearts players go off the pitch to rousing applause from the home fans. They'll be hoping it's the same after 90 minutes. Uh, Fraser Wishart, we could probably do an entire show on this So your challenge is to condense it into about a minute We're talking about the the overall you know, turnover of players It's something we speak to you about every Saturday when, when we kick off the league season Particularly this year, particularly looking at it through a Scottish lens as well I know the world is changing with Brexit and work permits and all the rest of it Is, is it getting... Worse, if you like, the turnover of players and, and the influx from from other countries. Yeah, I think on both counts, uh, uh, you know, and I've no problem with, with players coming here to, to earn a living. I think Scotland's going to be a very hospitable, welcome place to play from other countries. But uh, it'd be interesting to note, and fans who at home should note how many young players get a chance this season playing for their team. Last year, towards the, the second half of the season, it was averaging six 21 and players who were 21 and under who were Scottish from the 12 teams. Very difficult to, to break through, but the turnover of players I think makes it difficult for managers to actually keep the squad together. I mean, Malcolm Mackay is he's, he's, he's signed 10 players, 10 players from all over England and, and Canada. How can he knit them together? You know, Kamarnock have signed nine, We're looking at nine for Hibernian as well, nine for Aberdeen, nine or ten. You know, so it's very difficult for managers nowadays because players do leave, but that's their job, you know. But uh, I would like to see a few more Scots getting a chance. I think the figures are probably around about 20% of Scots have been signed so far. But that is saying that, so if, if the foreign players come in from all over the world, I think it makes our game better. It's finding that balance where Scottish players get a chance. Young players in particular, their path with the first team isn't blocked. But at the same time, we get the excitement of players coming from all over the world. So hopefully they get the balance right in Scotland. Yeah, absolutely. Something I'm sure we can revisit as the season progresses. It was interesting to get that insight from 
from Fraser and some of the stats, Roger. Yeah, and, and listen, a lot of focus, quite rightly, has been on some talented youngsters. Calvin Ramsey going to Liverpool from Aberdeen. Josh Doig going over into Italy from Hibs. Lewis Ferguson going to Italy from Aberdeen. But Fraser says, what does that leave behind? Just look look at the lineups today. You know, I'm looking over your shoulder at the Ross County lineup that's taken on Hearts at Tynecastle. It's not a young Scott anywhere near it. You know, you look at the Kilmarnock lineup. Lewis Mayo, Kermack and Roy and Ollie Shaw. Rory McKenzie's a, an older Scottish talent. Yeah, and Ollie Shaw is probably an older Scottish yeah. talent now. You know, young Mayo on loan from Rangers. McEnroy, who, who'd been released by Celtic in the summer, and, and a couple of young Scots, but there really aren't too many. You look at the Dundee United you know, side as well, an Australian goalkeeper's come in, a Welsh midfielder, they've got a Ghanaian up front, they've got an American in the middle of the park as well. So you can understand Fraser Wishart's concerns because, and I know it's difficult for managers, their jobs are on the line, but I think less and less you're seeing managers with the courage and the conviction to put young Homegrown Scottish talent Into the first team In the Premiership Yeah And that, we'll notice that I'm sure As the weeks go on And we see the team lines Come out Ahead of every game Again that you're right They're now flashing up St Johnson in there as well And you go through the Hibs team um, A bit of a spread To be fair Like Ryan Porteous And Chris Cadden uh, Ewan Henderson But not a lot Thereafter uh, Okay let's Knock that in the head for now Go back to Kelly Dundee United And get a, a recap Of those teams With Gabriel Yeah Killy about to unfurl the championship banner here in sunny Ayrshire. But I'll give you the teams first of all. It's a five at the back for the home side. Sam Walker is in goal. Ryan Albiosu, Joe Wright, Ash Taylor, Lewis Mayo and Kerr McEnroy are the back five. Three in the middle, Alan Power, Liam Polworth with Rory McKenzie just in front of them. Kyle Lafferty and Ollie Shaw lead the line for Killy. The visitors come here for their first game of the season. They're playing an attacking 4-3-3 formation. Mark Mirigiti is in goal. Liam Smith. Ryan Edwards, Charlie Mulgrew and Scott McMahon are the back four. Craig Sybil, Dylan Levitt and Ian Harks in the middle of the park with Matthew Kujo, Tony Watt and Stephen Fletcher up top for Jack Ross's men. Looking forward to seeing them both uh, both sides line up this afternoon. What about at McDermott Park, St Johnson against Hibs? Not a lot of love for the Saints, David. A lot of you have tipped either them or St Mirren to go straight down. Yeah, and, and I think I think just to touch on what Fraser was saying, I think it's because it's so much unknown about St Johnson. As I touched on earlier, there's eight new signings in this team today. So I just watched Andy Constein, Ryan McGowan, and Alec Mitchell kind of work together there for the last five minutes of the warm up because it's a completely new back three. I mean, they understand they won't be there, and they're also playing in front of a goalkeeper who's just come in alone from Crystal Palace and Remy Matthews. So I think Callum Davison has pretty much gambled this season and just. You know, a completely fresh slate. Let's start again. Let's rebuild this team, but that can take time to knit in jail. Likewise with Hibs, it's exactly the same. But you know, I think I think Hibs in the forward areas, Kevin Nisbet still out. They've obviously lost Martin Boyle before that. I think they needed to strengthen it, and I'm really, really fascinated to see Eli Yuan today. You know, three, four years ago, Gordon, this guy was playing for France under 19s, France under 20s. He was tipped as the next big thing at Nantes. He's gone to St Gallen, didn't really work, went to Mechelen, didn't really work. But I know Lee Johnson thinks Hibs have got a real gem in their hands here. And beside Jaya Tavares, another Benfica B player from last season, a, a quick winger. I think there'll be a lot of pace up front for Hibs. Elias Melkerson looks as if he's playing the right as well. So you've got a real pacey front three for Hibs against a sort of new look. Pretty old, you know, apart from Alec Mitchell in the middle, back three for, for St Johnson. So I think that's where the key to this game could be. You'd be hard pushed to beat that, wouldn't you, David? Feel eight debutants in the first day of a season. That eight new signings. Sorry, more than debutants. Eight new signings. I'm not sure we've ever seen the likes of that, have we? 
I don't think so, Gordon. I think you'd be really, really hard pushed. That's what I'm saying. It's, it almost feels like a, a completely new team. I and mean, even before that, Milka Hallberg is also playing. And he only arrived in January, I think. And Theo Bears exactly the same. So Murray Davison is the last man standing, basically. You know, and he's a captain today. And look, it's a big ass for St Johnston to hit the ground running. Obviously, they had their struggles in the Premier Sports Cup. But I think Callum Davison just felt he had no option but to just make these changes and just try and inject something different into his team. Yeah, lots to look forward to then the new season. Well, it's already started in the league, hasn't it, at Livy uh, against Rangers? But there is something about that three o'clock feel, Hugh Evans. That's when you know things are really getting underway. And they're all intriguing fixtures from Tynecastle to Rugby Park to McDermott Park. <coughs> and there's so much at stake. That sounds a ridiculous statement to make. But when the Rangers manager on day one is talking about three vital points. After coming from behind against Livingston We know the kind of season that we are in for So every game has its own demands on players Managers We've already witnessed one manager go Because his club, Motherwell Did not have faith in him Being good enough for Motherwell this season So no time to spare No room to draw breath Three o'clock, helter-skelter and some great games down the divisions as well. Partick Thistle away to relegated Dundee in the first day of the championship. Owen Coyle takes Queen's Park to Inverness. The first game in the second tier, Hugh, for 40 seasons. So the championship's going to be just as competitive as well. Arbroath, can they do it again? They're down at Air United this afternoon. Another big season for them. So wherever you look, that's the beauty of the first league weekend of the season. Everywhere you look. There are good games Yes, cannot wait so much to look forward to All the pre-season talk All the speculation All the drama about signings and ins and outs It's all pretty much gone Because 3 o'clock on the first Saturday of the new season That's when it truly begins Of course, Livy and Rangers got us underway earlier But the 3 o'clock games are coming up next Action as it happens And your reaction from 5 on the open line This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard and just like that, we're underway on the first Saturday of the new league season. The three o'clock games kicking off up and down the country. Hugh Keevans, Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are in the studio. You've got the top team around the grounds as well. So sit back and strap yourselves in. It promises to be another bumpy ride in Scottish football Rangers. It was a bumpy ride over the 90 minutes, but they got the job done. Livingston went ahead. Scott Arfield equalised and James Tavernier grabbed the winner. We'll hear more reaction from that, not only from... The guys in here and from the managers But at 5 o'clock Rangers fans We want to know what you made of it The open line will be here There is a lot to get through before then Come on then you three hopeless predictors How are these 3 o'clock games going to finish? I am taking hearts to beat Ross County at Tynecastle Dundee United to get an away win at Rugby Park And there's too much going on at St Johnston Too many players coming in uh, no time to knit together I'm taking Hibs Who are In a bit of a state At the moment themselves But With uh, Melkerson Ewan Henderson Good young player I think That Hibs will win In Perth Hearts to win Against Ross County At Tynecastle And I'm going for Two draws I think mm. Kilmarnock Will get a point On their return To the Premiership Against United And I think St Johnson and Hibs are about as bad as each other I don't think they'll cancel each other out in Perth First goal of the season in the 3 o'clock games in Scotland Goes to Queen of the South It's 1-0 against Clyde Lee Connolly With the goal Takes a bit of getting used to sometimes You readjust I initially was thinking Why are those two playing each other? But of course Queen of the South relegated 
uh, last season Gordon your Aka quickly Aka just quickly um, Hearts for me Kelly Dundee United draw and I'm going for the new changes Callum Davidson's St Johnston Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements Canvas Lang Showroom now open to the public oh, I love three o'clock on a Saturday there's something about it Roger Hanna when you've not had it for nine weeks and it's given back to you the league football back underway yes we like our big dramatic televised games but when there's a lot of football happening at once and we're keeping our eyes and ears all across the country to look out for the drama you cannot beat and it and there's stories up and down the country we tend to focus obviously in the four divisions up here but a word for our old pal Alec Ray I think he's back at Reading with Paul oh, Ince well would you believe oh. they're away at Blackpool and you know, you, you know how much Paul Ince and Alec Ray enjoyed their time at Blackpool <laughs> oh. Alec often talks yeah, about it yeah he's never got a bad word to say about so, the place um, does he? there could be a little bit of opening day needle there Scott Brown Hugh's old pal tried yeah. to throw him in the lake at Port Vale today yes they're taking on Port Vale and Paul Hartley he's signed half the Scottish League Yeah, Hartley pull away at Walsall today so there's interest in English Championship League 1 and League 2 Bruni with hair I know Now he's a manager He's got hair And yeah. the, 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 is it all manner of people yeah, Stephen Whittaker Barry yeah. Nicholson Stephen yeah. Craney It's like an old firm Get together by the seaside When you get into management You've got to get the wig on To be serious You know I know uh, that thought process there Yeah Yeah Get the is get it? the suit and everything Who's, who's Scott Brown's assistant Stephen Whittaker Stephen Whittaker Ste- What was it that, Yeah that's I'm definitely good. not going to Fleetwood There's too much water In Fleetwood <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But that, that'll that be Do you know embarrassingly I've got no idea If there's water in Fleetwood Never been there Nah I can't say I have Down oh, next yeah. to Blackpool Well it seems like There would be water then Yeah, yeah. And a severe smell of fish Are we still talking about Fleetwood? Yeah Right okay Because I know there were suggestions About this studio Stinking a bit the other night And I just Think we should move on uh, Dumbarton won Still an Albion nil Calvin Orsi Inside the first minute there uh, Last week I decided to take in no, Some tell a story. Some uh, League Cup action so over the summer My sister got married Congratulations yeah, to her We're a few yeah. weeks out And her now husband Plays for Stirling Albion Well I've, met, I've referenced it In the past Anytime Stirling yeah, Albion yeah. Uh, You know are, are on And obviously being in here Every Saturday I'd never get the chance To go and watch My new uh, brother-in-law In action So I thought oh, Right okay Last Saturday off Where else would you rather be Obviously Stirling Albion Against Peterhead In the pouring rain and he went off injured after 32 <laughs> minutes. Anyway, I'll tell you what, that'd have been good news. Did I stay to the end? I'll let you decide. I will leave that unsaid. No. You wouldn't have stayed to the end. There was absolutely no chance. I wouldn't have stayed at the start. I would have just watched the warm ups well. and left. Um, but um, I've got to say, I've watched a few games uh, pre season. I watched Dumbarton against Aberdeen. Quite impressed with them. Not surprised they've got off to a good start. I Did Aberdeen not batter them? 2-0 Was it 2-0? That's not a batter at Pataudry um, Thought they looked very well organised So No that, that I think you, the guys are on, right Hold, you on, look hold at, on You were at Pataudry? Yeah Yeah I was up in Aberdeen business <laughs> Please um, I, 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 Business? I, yeah Everything he says just sounds so Dodgy Seedy Yeah it probably is um, But I've got to say The championship And down the leagues look very good indeed Well know? I'll tell you what We'll get to that in a second Because I do want to try and cover As much of Scottish football as we can today But for the first Time this season, Hugh Keevans. This is your big moment. Are you ready? Here we go. The first half teaser with the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. Since season 1998 99, there have been six 
Finnish players for the benefit of the Dazzler that's players who come from Finland there have Europe. been six Finnish players who've played at least three times in the Scottish Premiership for either Celtic or Rangers wow what a question who are they since season 98-99 there have been half a dozen Finnish players who've played at least three times in the Premiership for either Celtic or Rangers Name them Aside from that balloon to your left Leaning <laughs> over and whispering it loudly In front of a live mic That was a good question Did that guess? Yes That was correct uh, It's been tweeted at Clyde SSB So head over there if you want to Read the question again I'll give you the feed I'll, I'll repeat it Or Hugh will repeat it as we go on uh, And that's where you send your answers So ideally we're looking for All of the correct answers On one tweet Before everyone else at Clyde SSB That's how the first half teaser Bruni's works one up Bruni is one up Dan Batty Whoever he may be Has put Fleetwood one up Against Port Vale And I'll tell you what They're obviously missing my influence It's still mm. an Albion yeah, They're 2-0 sure. down I've told you Inside five say. minutes Of the new league season Dumbarton have gone 2-0 up Against uh, Yeah still an Albion Declan Byrne Cal- Callum Hendry Debut goal for Salford yes, as well Son of Colin Yes Joined us on the show many times Callum Hendry Former St Johnson and Aberdeen striker has scored for Salford as I read well. A nice so well done to him. Peace with Scott Brown in the week, Roger, where he said that Fleetwood. Well, why not? It's that that's about my level at this stage of my coaching career. So very honest of him. You know, you've gone from Celtic nine in a row, Champions League, this, that, the other. But he's yeah. saying Fleetwood. Why not? That's that. That's where I should be starting. And I spoke to him. I think it was a day after he was appointed in May, Hugh. And and he's got a really refreshing attitude towards it. You know, some guys who had the playing career of Scott Brown mm-hmm. wouldn't have dirted their shoes going down into yeah. England's League One. He was actually looking forward to it. He was yeah. looking forward to the challenge, looking forward to working <coughs> with players. He was excited. You know, he was excited about getting Stephen Whitaker down there with him. Um, Stephen Craney was already there, you know, picking his brains about the players that he was inheriting. He was excited about working with the chairman, who I think at that stage had just signed a cheque to send him to Croatia for a pre-season training camp. Mm. You know, it was actually, it, it was refreshing to see that despite everything he's achieved in his career, all those mm. medals with Celtic, 50-odd caps for Scotland, that this was a new chapter. He was just desperate to get going. I do love the first day of the season. The weather is all right out there. The crowds are big. The optimism is high. A really good attendance at Rugby Park. The Hibs have packed out the traditional uh, away end at McDermott Park. There's some fans in the, the other end as well. Uh, and a minute silence for late Hearts great Drew Busby at yeah, Tynecastle. Oh, what a buzzer! Yeah, he yeah, I remember something. him. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, Donald Ford and Busby yeah, up front. Great goal scorer for Hearts and very popular with the fans. He's a lovely mm. guy, Drew Busby. Um, sorry to hear of his passing, but I'm good that they've acknowledged his time at Hearts today. Hibs have started well. Front three full of pace, causing St Johnson some problems. It's not been a great pre-season for Hibs. They were, you know, probably well. They were going out the cup anyway. Then an administrative error. They got chucked out the cup essentially. Uh, Aidan McGeady comes in, misses two penalties, and then gets injured for a few weeks. So it's been. Bit of a bumpy road, but they're looking lively. They need a big season, Hibs, don't they? Let, let's be honest about it. They're, they're not divine right. Nobody has, but they're a big club. They've, they've got a big support potentially there if they can get a bit of success. So brought up the boy Lee Johnson. Be interesting to see, you know, about how they go about their business. But for Hibs, I think they need a big season. Ron Gordon gave Sean Malloy 19 games and yeah. said he knew, he knew before that that he was going to get rid of him. So... I go back to this Edinburgh Derby next weekend. You know, Lee Johnson needs a big result today 
in Perth and he needs to finish up on the right side of Harps to follow up um, because you don't want to be giving Uncle Ron a decision to make if, too early. If, if you go out the Premier Sports Cup the way they did yep. farcical yep. circumstances if you lose at St Johnson uh-huh. who are most people's tips to go down yep. and then you lose an Edinburgh derby to Hearts you are under pressure straight away big time this is a big goal Cove Rangers 1 Wraith Rovers 0 Mitch Meganson Cove Rangers top goal getter in recent seasons mm. and it's I feel like for some people in Glasgow and the West this will have sneaked up on them Cove Rangers are a championship team all mm. of a sudden they've done yeah. ever so well to come up Highland League and, and start working, well, their, working their way up and they, they'll have real ambitions of is it Jim McIntyre giving it yeah. until yeah. it is Jim McIntyre yeah. Paul Hartley's move in the summer there it is Jim <clears throat> McIntyre who's back um, good record at that level Were does. they talking a new stadium? No, no, they're still, they're still in the... the but they're not talking, oh, moving yeah. or trying to move? Well, well, I was just going to say... I don't think so. I think no. you're just trying. You know, maybe I'm putting them planning, did, did permission you, for you, houses. Did you hear that when you were up at Patojo? Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. I, I, passed, I passed by. That's what made me think about uh-huh. it. I'm thinking, this isn't suitable for a championship club. Uh-huh. But there will be pressure on Mitch Meganson. He's done terrifically well, but his sidekick, Rory McAllister... I was just going to say, uh, one, of, one of my favourite stories of the summer. Now, we know Scottish football cannot be outdone when it comes to... The weird and wonderful My goodness We spoke about Livy Rangers Apparently the lines Were too thick On the pitch earlier on Did you see this Hugh The reason That, that Rory McAllister Was suddenly transfer listed And sold to Montrose No um, Jim McIntyre revealed It's because Rory McAllister Booked a holiday During the season <laughs> So Jim McIntyre Wasn't impressed Off you pop well, you can see the logic. I mean, it's professional football. They were due to play Dundee in September, but Rory McAllister booked a holiday and he's now no longer a Cove Rangers player as a result. Well, if you're looking for 100% commitment to the cause, you don't get it that way. You, you can't be 100% committed if you book a holiday in the middle of your work. To be fair to him, I'm told he only booked the holiday because he couldn't get tickets for Lady Gaga. Ah, exactly. We're all so professional in here. None of us would miss the show on the opening day of the weekend to go and see Lady Gaga. Uh, Same can't be said for Mark Wilson. No, I, th- I think one or two is would if we had, could afford the tickets, but Wilson's the only one. Uh, he always throws it about, doesn't he? Uh, unbelievable. He lives a lavish uh, oh, lifestyle, and then, guy. then the most bizarre thing I've ever heard, he, he's... he's I know he's not listening because he's obviously down in London, but there's there's a problem with Mark, you know, and we need to discuss it because like generally, or yeah, he just he ends up in places like he's going to a park to a cinema and it's yeah, you're right about that. No, a you secret, are secret cinema or something. Yeah, remember it's got he got embroiled in some faulty towers, towers dining experience. He's always into things like yeah, that, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh, is he not going to see some movie? But you have to you have to travel and, and watch the movie. In an interactive, you've got to get in fashion. the park. You know, like if you don't go to the next next location, you'll miss the scene uh, yeah. in the film, something like that. And it's you, a and, bizarre. And man. do you know what the film is? No. no, nobody puts baby in the corner. Do you know really? what the one that is? No. Come on. Right, I tell you what. At the break, Roger Hanna will lift you above his head, right, <laughs> and we'll try and recreate the famous scene from Dirty Dancing. Yeah, Can but you take imagine? off your glasses just oh, in case it's right, right. And your tie. Get that wrapped yeah. around your head. Um, Vastly yeah. overrated. That's, that's the type of guy. That's the type of life that he lives. Nobody puts mushroom in the corner, eh? Nobody puts the mushroom in the corner, but so. he certainly gets about. But he's not. Listen, Rogers come in, filled in, uh, been brilliant. Biscuits, biscuit, good selection, everything. When uh, he's when he's down in that neck of the woods, is he known as Bristol City's Mark Wilson? Yeah, I think so. A memorable spell 
for all the wrong reasons Our old friend Alex Ray has not had a good start to the no, season Blackpool Blackpool have taken the lead against Reading yeah, Okay, we'll keep this sheet warm uh, What <laughs> we think long now. Well, We said that last season and they got the job permanently Yeah, they did What are we thinking Let, Let's sort of roughly go through the, the other divisions You can see the Premiership predictions on Twitter I'm not going to take you through all the 30 of the other teams who do you fancy just at a glance to win the championship and come straight up Dundee Party. yeah Party. I think oh, sorry. good things are happening under the, the new manager there I, I, I know Partick Gary Boyer yeah I know Partick I've uh, signed uh, good players in a forward going sense and it would be very interesting to see the outcome of that game today since they're playing each other but just, I like Dundee well on the Topic of the championship There's another team That are suddenly A championship team And I've got great ambition And it's Queen's Park They've gone up to Inverness And taken the lead Grant Savory On 13 minutes so I was just going so to mention them Roger I was going to say Partick Thistle For me I think Ian McCall Does a terrific <laughs> job He builds teams To be successful He's had a couple of years now Building this team um, Maybe the one thing They lacked In the second half Of last season Was regular goals And I think You know He's Kept Brian Graham, but he's added the likes of Tony Weston from Rangers, mm -hmm. Danny Mullen, who did so well last season as well for Dundee. So he's got options there this season. Aidan Fitzpatrick's back at the club, as well as the likes of Scott Tiffany and Stephen Lawless, people like that. So I think mm. the problems in turning the draws into wins could be solved. I've got Paul, to, sorry, just quickly, Paul Worth, Liam Polworth curled one wide from 20 yards for Kelly, a bit of space in behind uh, the Dundee United back line. So one for Dundee, one for Partick Thistle. Well, I, I sort of uh, look at Roger because I was down in Ayrshire in business and I went in and watched Partick and You Kermano do a lot of business around about in the country, the don't you? And I've got to say, I was very impressed with Partick that night. I thought they played some excellent football, looked well organised. Dundee, you don't know a lot about new manager coming in there, Ian Murray up at Wraith Rovers, they play exciting football, but I would say Dark Horses only coils Queen's Park, maybe. To win the championship yeah. goes straight up. Yeah. I think if they get to January and they're really in the mix, I think obviously financially they can go and add a bit of strength well, to if that it, squad. You know something, if it's down to enthusiasm, they'll certainly have a chance because I spoke to Owen through the week and he was champing in it a bit. He took the team bus up yesterday up to the Highlands ahead of the Inverness game. He's not finished adding to the squad, as you say, Daz. A bit of finance still mm -hmm. there. He's hoping to add a couple more before the season is over. But but just look, you know, Grant Savory's going to go on today. He's in a front four there. You know, he's behind Simon Murray. They've got Dom Thomas, friend oh. of the show, yeah, yeah, yeah. on one side. They're bringing quality up with them. You know, they, they scraped through the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I think they were 27 points behind <laughs> Cove last yeah. season. 21 behind Airdrie in 22nd. Yeah. But they beat Dunfermline. They beat Airdrie. They're up. They've tooled up a bit. I think they'll be fine. Right, go on then. Who's in bother in the Championship? <clears throat> Clyde have equalised against Queen of the South in League One. We'll get to that. Oliver McDonald. But who's in bother in the Championship? I think there could be a couple. I, th I think Morton, they've lost a lot of players. I was reading an and interview. they've gone 1-0 down to Hamilton mm. Aki's great timing. Andy Ryan, we had a game of golf with him, did we not, over the summer? Yeah, yeah, I had Andy at uh, Airdrie. Yeah, surprised good. you remember that golf day, quite good. frankly, but we'll move good. on. Yeah, it was a Sunday. Um, it was a good day. Um, Andy's a v he's been about those lower leagues, but the one thing he can do is he can score goals. He can mm -hmm. score goals, a lad... Um, and uh, he's a good player But I, I agree So to reinforce your point Roger You think Morton might struggle I think Morton can struggle I was listening to Dougie Emery's interview Through the week And he was just You know Reeling off the list of players That they've lost I think he said They've only got 18 Senior pros this season Championship can be An unforgiving environment mm -hmm. The other team I would worry for Would be 
and a whisper out when Taz is about Ray Throvers. Ray Throvers. Oh, I thought you were going to say are United. I, I thought think, you whisper about you. Know, well, you're a legend there, Gordon. Yeah, Remember? and I always will be. It's in, it's no in matter Cody. where they go, if they if they, if they I, go to a league, I wonder. Two, I'll still be. He's the type of guy that hopes they get relegated yeah. so they can't surpass the type of things that he did at the club. No, no, listen, let me what tell it? you, that's already cemented. They will never surpass the th- sort of things I did at the club. <laughs> let's, let's put that in writing. Some club Let's just put that in writing. Well, Roger, there you are. It's the legacy from the David Goodwillie. It's thing. They've the, lost John McGlynn They've lost players the battle of your two favourites. Partick Thistle are 1 0 up at Dens, <laughs> and it's Aidan Fitzpatrick that you mentioned uh, who's taking the lead. So an early. Sign of intent So you think uh, Wraith are in trouble And Morton Any yeah. others you want to throw into the mix? No, I'm just thinking That may be the earliest I've killed off a team's chances <laughs> Long way to go um, League 1 is still remarkable In the sense that Dunfermline and Falkirk In some ways Are far too big to be in that division But What do you do If you're not very good at winning football games oh. That's that's where you deserve to be It's an absolute shame to see Dunfermline East End Park can remember the great days and nights there to see them in the third tier of Scottish football but I think they could get out is and that, win is this eventually the year that one of those two big clubs well Dunfermline come back up or Falkirk eventually free themselves yeah. of League One or are you looking at the the trajectory the ambition of Kelty Hearts yeah I think there's a lot of clubs in there with a lot of ambition Airdrie were good last season Airdrie was good last season but I need to tell Hugh just a quick story about Dunfermline I come off a golf course at leaving in five and someone handed me a cup with my photo on it and I hear a voice from the car park and it's Jim Leishman ah, big now leash. Jim is the best character I've ever met in football comes yep. over in the car park in front of everybody and says what you got there son I says I've got, I've got my cup and my photo on it right so he then on in the middle of the car park that's true story he then turns around and he shouts Bobby open the car and bring that case over so the next minute I'm looking, he went, well, got her 40 taking me your cup, son. I said, ah, great, okay, Jim, not seen you for a while. Next minute the case opens, he's obviously got all these medals, he's uh, the provost or something. Yeah, the provost of right. He dressed in the car, it took 10 minutes <laughs> for all his jewellery and bling to come on. He went, that's what you call medals, son, no a wee cup. <laughs> now, usually these things are ridiculous and sound made up, but the, <laughs> the, the evidence is there. That it's on your Instagram, yeah, isn't it? You've put the picture up. Yeah. A bit of a bizarre end to you around the golf. How is how is how is your Instagram lifestyle treating you? Are you still still enjoying it? Still um, boring s- everyone with with golf pictures no, every I've, day? I've, I've, I've taken a step back. I want people to be hungry. Um, sometimes you can give too much information out there. Oh. When you take a step back, you know you so get, leave them wanting more. Want, yeah, right, exactly, oh, exactly, yeah, sure. Gordon, exactly. It's, and it's disgusting. I'll, actually, I'll, all of a sudden, I'll be back on with a bang. So you're taking the film to go up. I'm no, 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 I didn't say it. No. <laughs> that was a, r- a roundabout <laughs> no, way of giving us your League One prediction. <laughs> but then we got James McPake as manager now, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought James was hard done by at Dundee. Uh, and clearly there's a managerial talent in there. And I think that he and Dunfermline might just be a good fit. The, I agree. The most appropriate club for a manager named Paul Hartley is Hartley Pool. And they're 1 0 down to Walsall. So the Scottish invasion of Hartley Pool is mm. taken. Jake Hasty and various others, Roger. Yeah, starting today, I think Jake has as Alexa Reagan Tumulty, young Brodie Patterson who was at Celtic. I think he's in the bench for them today. Long journey they went down yesterday, down into the Midlands. It's a long journey everywhere. If you're manager at Hartlepool, I'm afraid in those lower leagues in England, um, he's looked up here for talent 
And they come out a hole today Good, they're making it easy for me To cover off the division Steny one up against Albion Rovers Thanks to Thomas Orr Again, well we've already told you Dumbarton are 2-0 up Early on against Stirling Albion Got to give Bonnie Rig Rose a mention They mm. are now a professional yep. club They are now in our SPFL They're in our top four divisions After winning the Lowland League last season And then the playoffs We welcome them to our madhouse Bonnie Rig Rose They play four for today Anything of note in that division that jumps out at you? Dumbarton. Yeah? I thought, uh, yeah. Just because they're 2-0 up on the opening day? No, no, because I watched them against oh, Aberdeen. So did, I yeah. told you I'd done a bit of homework. Uh, I've been to Bonnie Rig Road, uh, played a pre-season friendly up there. Good set-up, good people. bit like Kelty Hearts, very ambitious, got a couple of quid. They could be a big danger. They're, they're proof. The Kelty Hearts and the Bonnie Rig Roses <laughs> of this world are proof that nothing is set in stone anymore in football. You know, we have a, a system now whereby I never thought in my lifetime Bonnie Rig Rose would be a, a professional club. But good luck to them and good luck to Kelty Hart. I wonder, Roger, is there a temptation to lump these together? Because I always feel like when I've looked through Bonnie Rig Rose's team, they don't actually have the same sort of recognisable so called big names or, or, yeah. or loads of names that have been in the. The senior ranks before And sort of dropped down I feel like they've, they've done it Their own way Yeah I mean they were a junior team Up until a few years ago And they decided to join the pyramid And try and come through They get into the Lowland League They get through and won the Lowland League Last season under the manager Robbie Horn They've done terrifically well I just wonder I, I can't see them following Cove And Kelty And coming straight through the division If you're asking me for a winner In that division I think Annan If you look You know some of these teams Come <coughs> into the league And they do take A few seasons to settle To find their feet and then kick on Look at FC Edinburgh Last season Getting up through the playoffs Annan did really well To get a draw at St Johnson In the cup They topped a group That involved St Johnson Ayr And Queen of the South I, th- I think Annan Could be the team To go up this season Hugh let's check in On your teaser then Give us the question please Yes Since season 1998-99 There have been Six Finnish players Who played at least Three times In the Premiership For either Celtic or Rangers Who are they? Um, I must admit Most of the answers Are, are going to be close Because you're not going to know Loads of Finnish players To get them wrong So uh, Most people have given it a good go You do need to get them all Remember At Clyde SSB um, And I'm not seeing too many uh, Of the wrong answers Alan Hollandsworth wants to throw in A very well known one In Mixu Patalainen No I'm afraid you can Throw it back yeah, out again Might as well get rid of him um, but I'll tell you what Other than that Pretty good Effort, but not not many people are getting them all right. So get thinking at Clyde SSB <coughs> and send your answers over. Uh, Dave's gone. Serge Atakai. Nope. Don't think he played three for Rangers. He did play once. Is that right? But he's not got. Uh, he's not past the threshold. We've had the woodwork kit for the first time by Ross County. Craig Gordon was beaten. Uh, Dominic Samuel hits the post with a header, and Sim could not turn the rebound into the net. So a bit of a let off for Hearts. I'm sure many people expect to get their league off to a winning start today. Well, I mean, look at Hearts now. You know, they've got the club totally stabilised. They've got money in the background. They've got Robbie Nielsen a three-year extension to his contract with Lee McCulloch. Um, they they were very worldly third place last season. They're looking to uh, not build on it because I don't believe they can split Celtic and Rangers but they're looking to maintain that position as the third force in Scottish Does it bring a little bit of extra pressure Hugh in the fact that last year the season they had Scottish Cup final runner up they finished third hard to surpass that 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have Europe to look forward to, though. Yeah. yeah. Guaranteed until Christmas. New contract for the manager. Well, so, sometimes well, it brings that little bit added pressure. Maybe, maybe, you, maybe you're right. 23 minutes in, and the fans are already showing their frustrations. Is, is, is Halliday on the bench? He is. Could you imagine walking through a park with him? <laughs> It would take forever, wouldn't it? I, I think we'll just sit on that bench. <laughs> ah, we'll go. <laughs> I think this is the story of Scottish football now, though, Gordon. I mean, the, the people, the crowds are great. You know, Kilmarnock playing today, they've sold 5,000 season tickets. Wonderful. Uh, Hearts are planning a time castle that does not contain many Celtic or Rangers fans when they go to play there because they want it to be about the Hearts mm. fans and they know they can sell the tickets Hibs are that way Motherwell are that way St Mirren have said they'll only give one stand to Celtic and Rangers this season but with the additional crowds has come an additional Pressure. demand people are people have no patience now well the visiting crowd will be loving it at Dens Park Partick Thistle 2 Dundee nil. Dundee nil. sorry Partick Thistle 2 Stephen Lawless uh, with the goal on 24 minutes so a wonderful start to the campaign for Ian McCall's side and now Ross County have hit the crossbar so I've hit the post and the bar um, Oura Edwards It was a curling shot 20 yards Dipped over Craig Gordon And back off the crossbar Paul Hartley's not getting off to a good start Walsall are 2-0 up Am I correct Roger? You, you're, you're better at this than me uh, Last season did Ross County not have a terrific first half at time class? <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say start to the season. No, and uh, they had a dreadful start no, no, to the I, season. No, no, Castle, one of the games, they had a terrific start, and then I think Hearts played a lot better in the second half. Am I correct in that, Roger? I actually Just can't remember that. Head. I'll, I'll take your word yeah, for it. That sounds great. Anyway, yeah. um, Stranraer won Anna nil. Paul Woods with the penalty. Stranraer taking the lead uh, in that one. A drinks break mm. at Tynecastle. So I'll have a large red. Fraser Wishart will know these things It does have to go past a certain temperature Does it not? Fraser will or, be getting unless, strawberry daiquiri Delivered to the press box <laughs> Unless someone is just um, Unless someone's just down injured and they're, It's an impromptu one I'm not sure if it's one of the official drinks breaks But anyway um, A big chance for Hibs uh, Cabraca cross for Henderson And he volleys wide from 8 yards out So a chance for John Lee Johnson's side To get up and running well, I'm just looking at that Partick Thistle result again. It's a great one for, uh, not result, scoreline. It's uh, great for Ian McCall. Uh, I'd love to see Partick Thistle back up in the, the main division. Um, I, I, not too far to travel, that's no, what you mean. No, yeah, I can get the number 17 bus right to the door. Um, interestingly enough, the so I told you already, my sister got married during the summer and the wedding was not too far from your house, yeah. not too far at all. Oh, I know the place that, you're talking that about. That was um, that was the sort of main topic of of conversation. It was it was like my my mm. ready made reply because look, you lot are superstars, so everyone wants to talk about you in anywhere I go. So after a, after the drinks started, you know, going down, a lot of people would say, "Where's Hugh Evans?" As if. <laughs> He would, he would be here Why would he be Shoot the boys down his house Well that was the, That was sort of my I said well He only lives down the road Will we go and chat Oh they like that They like oh, that as yeah. A, yeah they like that As an option Needless to say We never did Get the neighbourhood Watch on them But this is what it's like I went to the Open As well on the Thursday Fantastic by the way Absol- What a day it is yeah. What a setup. You don't see much golf Because you're A couple hundred thousand people But what a setup it was And uh, Towards the end of the evening Again Who am I to Point the finger, but I'd say that gentleman had been enjoying the beer too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, as he sort of staggered towards me, and then eventually fixed the gaze, they realised it's Gordon, Gordon, super scoreboard, 
Hugh Evans is a specky tube and on he went <laughs> so that your legend follows you everywhere but of I, course you you are a, a taxpayer in the East Newcastle Fife aren't you with yes. the, the old holiday home up there in, so. in Ainster uh, I took the grandkids up one day and I had to stop at East End Park to do a game and my wife had the car and you mentioned the great man Leash was still working at the firm at the time and he came out how you doing? <laughs> and opened the, a sore throat. Opened the opened the, the, the back the back seat to the door where the children were sitting and he put his head in the car and the two of them screamed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was not an official drinks break. There's been an injury already, first one of the season, I guess, forced into the change in the three o'clock games. Uh, Nathaniel Atkinson off injured. Uh, and Grant has come on. Is it Horky Grant? Does he get the full Pronunciation, or is he so, just yeah. George no, with no. a J? No, no. Jorge Grant he's has not, come he's on. He's not the general. Uh, Only for one his, job. For his league debut, <laughs> um, that's feedback courtesy of Fraser Wisher there, who so, is enjoying in, the game. Injuries at and Halliday's still not getting on. I, know. I actually meant to ask you: Did you have a, a tear in your eye when you heard that your colleague on here, Andy Halliday, had decided to get on board with your favourite way of life, marriage, over the summer? Oh. Oh, it's one of your favourite hobbies, of course, and he, he eventually popped a question over the summer. It made it yeah. made the headlines. It was in Rogers' newspaper. Is that, seriously, is, is that his first one? Yes, I <laughs> was oh, <laughs> an amateur. Waiting, waiting gets by three. That's when you can start puffing your chest out. He's not married yet, though, is he? No, no, yeah. just, just just putting the wheels in motion. Ah, oh, right. So he's not married yet. No, I said he. I said he popped the, the question. You just he, don't he listen. Got engaged in Mexico. Ah, that's nonsense. I sent him a text message when he was on the program Monday night, and I said, "Do you need a speechwriter?" I think he said, "You're the best man." That's the yeah. that's the, the talk of the well, town. He's well, not actually. That's two rings. You just get married. One ring, boom. Don't get the engagement ring. That's too long. You just get married. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't do that? start that nonsense. Well, you don't say oh, we'll get engaged and all that. You go right, okay. Look, what are you doing? What are you doing in March? <laughs> no doing much right keep that Saturday free we're, we're, getting, we're getting a cell hitched you, I'm told you get married in the morning all the time so that if it didn't work out you'd have the rest of the date yourself <laughs> I love it I, honestly I wish I could get married I love my weddings it's the one thing in my life that I really really appreciated I throw a great wedding I really do Ever I, thought about becoming a wedding planner? Nah Fancy that nah, 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 Do you like it when you're the centre of oh attention? Oh yeah I've got to be oh, the you number be. one oh, right? I, I don't care it. if she walks down in a boiler suit Right? <laughs> I, it's all about me <laughs> <laughs> all, I'm not looking round to see that lovely dress Who says romance is dead eh? Roger Hanna He is oh, he's, he's one of the greats I do Honestly, they, they, you just think the great romantic quotes of all, of all time, they just roll off the tongue of Rabbi Burns. And I don't care if she walks down the aisle in a boiler suit. God I'm, deal. I'm just thinking. July 2022. The great moment in Casablanca when Humphrey Bogart looks into the lady's eyes and says, Here's looking at you, kid. You would have said, Here's looking at me, kid. <laughs> nice boiler suit, That's by it, the yeah. way. <laughs> Anyway, yes, he got engaged over the summer. Ah, so well congratulations. done. Uh, congratulations. I assume he's not listening. Uh, Peter Headnell, Airdrieonians, one Callum Smith with the goal. If we're talking about our snap pre-season judgments, and I did mention uh, the 32 minutes of the Stirling Albion game that I, I witnessed last week, Peter Head, if, if that was anything to go by, are in for a torrid time. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, the, winning. they're the league but no, they're getting beat. They're the league above Sterling Albion. They lost three 0 They didn't lay a glove, and they only named three subs. 
So um, Roger Hanna has got a concerns. full house on the teaser. He's just shown me his answers. Of course he's he does. Got all six correct. By already. the way, Craig Gordon with a good save. It's Ross County who are the most likely to score here. Uh, Jamie McAllister, no, Hibbs, new number two. You'll remember him from Scottish football. He's been booked. Um, Hibs are the better team in that game Remind us of your question then Hugh Yeah, since season 1998-99 There have been six Finnish players <laughs> Who played at least three times In the Scottish Premiership For either Celtic or Rangers And Roger Hanna knows the lot Yeah, it's a very good question um, The clue I will give you There is one current player at Rangers That should be very easy Um there's a goalkeeper in there You always say there's a goalkeeper In the list Gordon DL So keep them coming At Clyde SSB I'll tell you who's won that uh, Very soon uh, Kelty Hearts nil FC Edinburgh Not Edinburgh City FC Edinburgh mm. Remember uh, John Robertson Not that one uh, With the goal on 34 oh, minutes Oh behind Yeah oh, Port Vale 2 Fleetwood 1 um, Yeah Scott Brown not going so well In his league debut there uh, But Kelty Hearts up Full of ambition um, Airdrie one up as well Dad you were pleased with that Yeah um, Yeah yeah. I like to see more clubs doing well uh, They were unlucky at the Last year I, th- I, I thought they were um, You know Pipped at the post obviously Been lost their manager Reese McCabe Is player manager Am I right Aged that? 29 Incredible isn't it Yeah 29 years of age Yes If I am older than managers In the league We are banging bother We've been through all this With Hugh Keevans Many times over over the years but when I, that, that that will be the first I must, this must be the first time in our recent super scoreboard history we've got a manager younger than me that's a problem well he, he made the fatal mistake of doing a newspaper interview in which he said this is a young man's game now the age of the dinosaur has passed oh. he then went and played our broth and lost 3 nothing to 69 year old Dick Campbell there you are did he actually say that I didn't yes, see that I, over I read, the I read the piece um, strange Well Kelty Hearts 1-0 down Interesting summer for them Roger You get these examples Every now and then Where you win the league And everything's going well But then the manager leaves Do I think Was it um, Didn't Livy when they came up Was it David Hopkins yeah. Got them up And then wasn't there For the start yeah. of the new season Didn't do them I, much harm But I, John Potter Replaced Kevin Thompson I actually assumed at the time That Kevin Thompson Was maybe going yeah. to Walk into another job There were vacancies at the time At Dundee Dunfermline uh, Wraith Rovers As well and when that carousel had, had stopped turning, Gordon, he hadn't landed a seat anywhere. So Kelty start a new era in League One with John Potter at the helm. Um, I think League One will be a real learning curve for them, as you mentioned. Dunfermline, Falkirk, Airdrie, you know, teams like that, hardened teams like Montrose with Rory McAllister. So that push through the divisions may be halted for a season or two yet for Kelty. The vacancy at Motherwell. Yeah. Well, we might get to them very soon indeed because we will was preview. Mentioned in dispatches. Uh, we will preview tomorrow's games indeed before the end of the show. And in fact, the open line. Don't forget, Celtic fans. It would be great to hear from you how you're feeling about Flag Day. Looking forward to going along. What will be the first lineup of the new season? And Motherwell fans, you're going into the first game of the season without a manager. Incredible to think that. But that's Scottish football for you. Uh, never short on drama. So 01419511025. Take the number down. And give us a call at full time. Still no goals though, in case anyone's keeping count in the Premiership. We've had some decent chances, but no goals in the, the three o'clock games. Oh, that surprises me. Um, if only because you'd have thought 
Hearts at home in front of a big crowd. <coughs> new contract for the manager, <coughs> Lauren sure. Shankland, having played. Sorry, he's just tried a new contract. He's, he's just. I think he's just choked on a, a Fox's Crunch Golden Cream or whatever it's called. Carry on. But so anyway, uh, it would appear the story of the first half appears to be that it's Ross County who are on top. Then we have St Johnston and all of their new players uh, against a Hibs side who are looking to get off to a good start, but it's goalless. And Kilmarnock, I thought Dundee United would assert themselves there, but even Stephen. Not the first time I'll ask this question this season. Are you okay? Yeah, sorry. Uh, just got something caught in the back of my throat there, Gordon. Um, I'm, a, I'm not. I'm not surprised that we're not getting a lot of goals. I just think the first game of the the season, you, you, you want to make sure you're still in the game. You want to make sure that you can try and at least start with a point. Bonus one is if you start with three points, that'd be brilliant. Get your season up and running. I thought looking at these games. Um, of course everyone looked at Tynecastle and thought yeah Hearts will probably go and come out the blocks firing and, and and you know overrun Ross County but Ross County have been excellent but the other games I'm not really surprised at all I think it'll be very tight even the second half as you know I'm not often in here on a Saturday I'm usually around the grounds Daz. Yeah. I'm fascinated by this now, during the first game you've spilled a coffee down yourself <laughs> during the second game you nearly Chris. choked on a crunch cream what do you do during the phone uh, this is just a regular day for him in, in the office to be quite honest isn't it you cannot yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I was producer Chris getting his own back I don't like the boy I've said it but I've never <laughs> hidden it. but he brought my coffee in he loosened my lid and as I took a sip it went down me but um I just think it's one of those uh, weekends, Gordon. I'm looking forward to tomorrow as well. I'm looking forward to second half. I'm looking forward to hearing what the boys are saying in the grounds. I like listening to their half-time reports. It really, you know, I, I like to know their, their insight of how it's going and who's a better team. And it's and it's St Johnston players settling in. Obviously, David Freela tells that. How's Hibs looking attacking-wise pace? Kilmarnock, Dundee United. And obviously, great expertise from uh, Tynecastle from Fraser. Get you back out to a few games this season, no, do you think? No, no, can't be bothered. I've, <laughs> I've, I've covered too many miles this uh, pre-season, looking at games, Aberdeen, Kilmarnock and Partick and teams like that. Fur Park, last Thursday, broke my heart. Uh, I think I just jinxed the game. Did um, you hear the story about the press room door, Roger Hanna? No. Have you heard this? No. So he goes to the game at Fur Park last Thursday, the home game. Sat with the fans, As Roger. usual, given it, the, given it the big I am at half-time, doesn't want to wait in the queue for the pie stall, so he thinks, I know how I'll play this. Famously good spread. I am a member of the media in this country. I'll go into the press room, I'll nick a couple of bits of the pakora, <laughs> and I'll go and enjoy the second half. So he's come outside, marched round to the press room door, where he's banging on the press room door. The steward shouts, oh, what do you think you're doing? I'm trying to get into the press room for some pakora. Of course, that used to be the press room two years ago, pre-COVID, <laughs> and has not been the press room for two years and there he was, locked out, banging on the door, demanding to be let into a room that no longer exists. But I've, n- but I've now got the problem, Hugh, that, as Gordon said there, I'm now locked out. Yeah. I'm out of the stadium, right? So the, 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 the person, the, the security says, you're not getting back in here if you go. Don't worry, son. I'm in the press room. I'll nip up the stand. Press room's not home. So the second half's about to start, and I'm standing in the middle of the road. So you did what anyone else <laughs> would do and went up the road? No, I went straight and I went, I'm prepared to pay again. 
First red card of the new season Hamilton Aki's Sean want a second booking after 40 minutes That's not ideal They are a goal up though, aren't they? Last time yeah. we checked yes. I'm thanks imagining to, Thanks to Andy Ryan Conversation between the Dazzler and the steward When Dazzler says to the steward Do you know who I am? I never, I never say that and the that's, kind of what were, pull, that's kind of what you were getting I at I never say that I always pull out my driving licence And the steward says Bus pass. Do you know where you are? <laughs> Uh, I would like to thank the steward for helping me out and he let me back in and uh, I found out now it's a code which I'm not too happy about uh, still didn't get in but I, I watched this show. in fact I'm now regretting that I did get back in after the result in the performance it's been quite the summer for him Hugh did you hear about the knife incident no when salad he knife stabbed himself in the head takes a bit of doing that bent down to put something in the washing machine stood up felt something banging on his head stood up and there was a knife yeah. sticking out of his forehead his granddaughter's in tears distraught at the image because it was hanging off the, the edge of the draining board he is a, it is a miracle that he's made it to 60 it genuinely is yeah yeah it was it was a, it was a terrifying moment Hugh I've got to say a walking domestic accident unbelievable uh, the hardest bit was trying to describe to Mark Wilson what a salad knife is uh, Never mind, I, right, we I, move I, on, seriously this I is... don't think you're going to get an invite to Andy Halloran's wedding, I, I can't Nah, I, don't, I can't see it, I must admit, I think you're right on that Right, oh, Morton have now equalised, was that anything to do with the... Sending up penalty kick uh, maybe? And yeah. we've got the first one of these in the Premiership Goal Flash with Clyde Built Home Improvements So Marmock nil, Dundee United 1 And it's Dylan Levitt A lot of fanfare around bringing him back to Tannadice in the summer And that is why he scored a few screamers for United last season And he's popped up with another great strike on the opening day Living up to all the hype in pre-season He scored one, a cracker against Kilmarnock last season And he's done it again Dylan Levitt makes it Kilmarnock nil Dundee United won I remember him scoring a great goal against Celtic On the night that Celtic won the league at Tadice last season With uh, the Georgie Giamakis uh, header But Dylan Levitt's equaliser was fantastic And when your backstory is Manchester United uh, And then for Dundee United to get you It's great business I've got to say, Gordon, I, I, I wasn't kidding. I did watch Kilmarnock against Partick, and I know it was the, the, the Premier Sports Cup uh, section group, and I thought that they looked very poor indeed. I thought, and, and I'm not taking anything away from Partick, but I just, I've put them in at 11th, um, just um, above St Johnston. I th- I, look, it's still a lot to go. They've got a good following, of course, they have the good support down there. Derek's a very experienced manager, knows what he's doing, great backroom staff as well. But I just think this will be a settling in season for him. I think this will be a difficult season for Kilmarnock. I think this is more about Dundee United's recruitment though, Roger, because by all accounts, it's a wonderful finish from Dylan Levitt. Lashes it high into the roof of the net. We know he's got that in his locker. But expert link-up play as well from a man who made a career out of it in Stephen Fletcher he just held on to it he eventually rolled it back uh, to Dylan Levitt sort of back heel rolled it back the way and Levitt providing the finish two really really good signings on the face of it yeah two guys with uh, vastly contrasting backstories if you like but there's no shortage of talent yep. I mean Stephen Fletcher has had a wonderful career after leaving Hibs and down there in all the English divisions and now at 35 mm. Still has something to give them the And United. what do they say About a bad time to concede It's half time At Rugby Park Here's Gabriel 
Half-time, it's Kilmarnock nil, Dundee United 1 at Rugby Park. A thunderous strike from Dylan Levitt just before the break gives the visitors the advantage. It was an even game to start with. Both teams right up for it, as you'd expect on the opening day. United were keeping the ball well early on. Levitt was controlling the game for a while, but then space began to appear behind the United defence. Uh, Liam Polworth of Kilmarnock curled just wide from 20 yards. Uh, there was a few other chances for Paul. He's had three shots on goal, two of them straight at Mark Birigetti in the United goal. Uh, there was a dangerous free kick in the 27th minute for United. Uh, Sibold was fouled and then a save. It was the open side, hit straight at Walker by Charlie Mulgrew. It was parried wide. You have to say, Killy have had most of the chances. Eight shots they've had in the first half, but can't find a way through. Uh, and then in the 44th minute, against the run of play, Dylan Levitt put that thunderous strike on his first permanent game as a United player, firing them ahead. The ball broke to Stephen Fletcher, also making his full United debut in the box. He took his time. He could have rolled it to Kujo, but he, he uh, deceived the defence with a nice little soft back heel roll. And Levitt, as we saw last season, got a great strike on him. He's hammered it into the roof of the net, and it was 1-0 to the visitors. The worst time to concede, possibly, for Kilmarnock. And then one minute to go, uh, straight into the tunnel for the two teams. I must say that Ryan Alabusi has had lots of marauding runs for Killy as well. He's gotten six or seven times. He's looked really dangerous, but no final ball just yet. Killy have had the better of the chances for sure, but United are leading, and it's now up to Killy and Derek McInnes to try and change that. Half-time here at Rugby Park. Kilmarnock nil, Dundee United 1. Are we still waiting on the other half-time whistles? I think we are. Brief reaction to that one then, Hugh? Well, uh, I thought Dundee United would do well there today. Uh, I think, again, I, I mentioned about the, the midfield, Harks, Levitt, um, and uh, Sibbled. Sibbled. Um, I, I just get the feeling Jack Ross is a safe pair of hands. And uh, the feeling he would pick up where Tam Coates left off in fourth place, and I think he'll get fourth place again. Um as Bedazzler said earlier on Kilmarnock have to feel their way into this season they're first up half time at Tyne Castle as well let's hear from Fraser Wishart Arsenal Ross County nil no goals and not the first 45 minutes Robbie Nielsen have wanted for this new season after a decent start they lost their way and all the best chances fell to County who have been excellent hit the woodwork twice they created a few chances Hearts the closest they came to scoring was the 8th minute when Lawrence Shankland was not far away with a dipping shot from 30 yards, but that was when Hearts were hitting on the break, and you've hardly seen Shankland with the ball near the Ross County goal, but there was warning signs for Hearts immediately after that shot, long ball over the top, Edwards came in off the left-hand flank, he was in behind the centre-backs, and as he controlled the ball, it fell to Wheeler, who shot wide from 20 yards. County just happy to drop off and allow Hearts possession, they used the pace of the break and left back. Ben Purrington broke into the box. His shot was certainly on target. It deflected just over from a last gas tackle by Michael Smith. But Hearts, no tempo to the game. Passing too slow. Hardly near the county box despite the possession. From then on, it was all one way. It was all county. 23rd minute. Edwards again cut inside. With right foot crossed from the left-hand side. Flicked header by Dom Samuel. Had beaten Craig Gordon. Hit the post. Came back across the face of goal and Josh Sims somehow free. Nobody near him, he couldn't turn the ball home and he went out for a goal kick. Hearts fans not happy and even more so when two minutes later Edwards again cut inside and curled a brilliant 20-yard shot, dipping over Gordon, who was beaten again and the ball hit the bar. Gordon saved from Hewula, who found space in the box. Low shot, good save by the goalkeeper to his left. And then a blow for Hearts when Atkinson limped off, although he was been given a hard time by the pacey Edwards and Smith moved to right back and Grant 
into the midfield, but no change to the pattern of the game as Craig Gordon had to make another two routine saves, but that was a sign of the direction of the game. County in and around Hearts box all the time and looked more likely to scoring. Hearts hardly near Ross County's penalty area, and they're going to have to up the tempo in the second half. They're going to get anything out of this, and I think we might see Liam Boyce very soon as the pace of the County front three has caused problem after problem for the Hearts back three. Half time at Tyne Castle, Hearts nil, Ross County nil. It's also half time at McDermott Park. Let's speak to David Friel. Half time, Gordon St Johnson nil, Hibs nil, no goals here, not even a single shot in target. But I'd say Lee Johnson will definitely be the happier manager after some promising stuff from Hibs overall. The visitors started with real intent, they took the game to St Johnson. Elias Melkerson and Jir Tavares, they were really lively in both wings, but they struggled to create clear cut chances probably. Knowing Kenny fired over the bar from 20 yard, 22 yards sorry, earlier on, but Saints defended pretty well with that new look backline. It took Hibs 28 minutes to create their first real opening when Marion Cabraja picked out Ewan Henderson at the back post. The midfielder can normally finish, but he got this one horribly wrong as he volleyed wide from eight yards. Tavares was given Ryan McGowan a really hard time in the left and found a yard in the box two minutes later, but he also fired over the bar. St. Johnson have forced a few corners, but haven't really threatened at all. As we spoke about earlier on, they very much are a work in progress. Hibs are definitely on top, but need to find that cutting edge in the second half. Half-time at Dermot Park, St. Johnson nil, Hibs nil. We will give you a full roundup of the halftime scores and the winners of the first half teaser next. The fastest goals, the expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.